The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, CEO of Huckabye. And today we're going to talk about local versus digital SEO strategies and the importance of AI SERP authority. Joining me today is Ahmad Abusamak, who is the SEO manager at one of the top three banks in America a leading financial institution that offers a wide range of banking and financial services to individuals, businesses, and institutions. And today, Ahmad and I are going to discuss SEO for local versus digital experiences. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Ahmad Abusamak, the SEO manager at one of the top three banks in America. Ahmad, welcome to the podcast, my man. Hey, thanks for having me. This is uh, 
an exciting topic. Um, it's great to have you on, first off. You have an incredible background. We can't say the name of the bank, but let's just say it's a very, very big one. And managing SEO for a site and a company that large is a big responsibility. And you have a lot of expertise in this area. Um, one of the things that is important for banks is the local experience and the digital experience. And so that's what we're going to dive into here today. Maybe you can just kind of describe to me this topic since this is you introduced it to me and a little bit of why it's important in your business. Absolutely. So in the last five years, we've had 10% of bank branches across all banks close or, or, or just are, are, are being moved. And it's a digital transformation of physical to digital. So basically what's happening is across e-commerce websites that I've managed and now financial institutions, they're all looking to consolidate physical locations as a means to shore up some of the overhead costs of doing business and to try and just boost their ROI, which getting people into a digital funnel will automatically just be a much uh, lower upfront cost to get that sale. So what we're dealing with here is essentially executives reaching out to us to find out where we can trim the fat, essentially, um, and how we can potentially divert some of the people that are going to physical locations to go to a, a digital experience. So trying to build out a, a digital funnel that makes sense for someone that wanted to go to a store initially. Um, and that's what we're dealing with. So, you know, SEO is at the forefront of basically building out that digital experience and also just kind of diverting the traffic away from physical and into digital. And is this just on first transaction? So like new customers, I'm assuming your execs are saying it's much more profitable to have them come through the website and not actually go into a branch and talk to a branch manager or whatever and set up an account. Is it for just new customers that they're interested in this? Or are they also trying to, for existing customers, that are coming through to get them reliant on the website as well without having to go into the store? Are those like metrics and things that they all are looking at and making these decisions by? Exactly. So we're, we're looking at some of the, just the general type of metrics that come through local. So understanding how many people are going to a listing and getting the directions or making a call to the, the actual center. Mm -hmm. um, and then using what we can as far as like local pages to glean any more information that we might have. So some heat mapping on a local page will give you uh, a tell on what someone might be looking to do. Are they looking to purchase? Are they uh, interested in a particular service? So we try to use uh, all that different information that comes to us to help point to what we can do. So the new customer might be the kind of customer that you want to go into a location because the first impression they they might have a lot of questions it might be best for that and this is our chance to make that case and then the repeat customer that might be the one that we can bring enough data to the table to find a way to actually either put products or a particular service or answer a particular question that is very popular on that local page to keep them on that digital experience and divert the need to go to a physical location. So it could be either or, especially at the at the bank, there's so many different services. So it depends on which uh, grouping of listings we're even talking about. So some of them might need a bit more handholding. Some of them 
like ultra high net worth are just simply not going to do business in a digital funnel. They're going to want to go to speak to someone who's going to handle, you know, quarter million upwards to multiple millions. They're, they're not going to do that online. So making the case and bringing the data forward to ensure that we're still serving the customer properly is where we step in. And that can get a little hairy because sometimes the data does point to keeping the physical location whenever they truly do want to find a way to remove some locations. So it's a funny place to be in the the middle. I bet there's some serious analytics going on around those decisions. Yes. Uh, Lots of data. So I actually did some local search at a previous company. It was a luxury travel company that obviously had locations around the world. In those days, this is like over 10 years ago, though. So we're now in 2023. I'm going to ask you some questions about where locals gotten to. Obviously, the decision around the decisions around, are we sending the user through the site? Or are we sending them actually into a branch? That's all sort of analytical. But purely from an SEO perspective, when it comes to local now, when I was dealing with it, it was all about like IYPs, internet yellow pages, which basically meant like the Yelps, the whitepages.com, yellowpages.com, all the directories, making sure that your data for locations matched for each listing. And, you know, you'd have, there was software actually that would connect with all the IYPs and make sure that, you know, your hours were the same, your reviews were the same, the locations were the same, all the data was the same. So, when it matched up and Google was out there crawling the internet, it was like, bing, this is an actual location and this matters. And then the and then it'll jump right up to the top of the local listings. Now, this was like 12 years ago. It was much easier to compete, I think, on local than it is now. The other key factor was just to have a page dedicated to each location that had that same information. So you actually on the domain had that page. And so all these sort of indicators would indicate to Google this is a strong local result and it would give you that authority. That was kind of the algorithm or what mattered. Yep. What's today's landscape? Is that still sort of the case or is it now they're looking for a lot of other information to, to create that number one local ranking? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, those were the good old days uh, <laughs> whenever you can just make sure that your nap was taken care of and you were good to go. Yeah. Um, but it goes a little deeper than uh, you know name, address, and phone number now. The issue here is um, now you have to have connectivity between your listing and your website, and there has to be some type of some deeper meaning that it translates to your listing. So for example, I used to work at Lowe's, and whenever I worked at Lowe's, and you would put in uh, a product-related search, so like hammers near me, drills near me, or something like that, you'll see a tiny little keyword highlighted underneath a listing saying this website mentions hammers. I don't know if you've seen that in the wild, but you'll ultimately have Google bring what's on your website into your local listing now. And if you want to rank for product related queries like that, you're going to have to have that connectivity with your actual local listing and not just on the website. Mm. So the fact that these local pages are connected to your website, it can now bring that, that relevancy forward. And a good local page that is highlighting your best services, your most popular products will likely get you ranking much, much better than you used to for those non-branded queries. And that's really where the money's at. If someone's already putting your brand name into the listings, they were coming to you anyways. Where we should be focusing all of our time is the non-branded queries, the, the green 
consumer out there just simply looking for anybody to fill that need. And so having a proper local page and relevancy on your site back to your local services is the way to do it. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And for your bank is in your job as the SEO manager, are you pretty much entirely focused on new customer acquisition using non-branded keywords? Like, is that the name of the game for you? Well, it's twofold. Um, there's a lot of uh, opportunity out there when it comes to non-branded keywords, but then there's a lot of different competition out there in the financial market that aren't your traditional banks. So you've got some queries out there that are going to be very hard for us to be competitive in. Because like the nerd wallets of the world you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. There's people in the fintech world that aren't beholden to the same regulations that a large institution is held to. So without the regulations, you've got a lot of these like move fast, uh, you know, quick, quick content creation, kind of like fintech companies that can move really quickly. So at the bank, we have to take a bit more of a strategic look at what we can rightfully rank for and do well in. So when it comes to these high yield savings accounts, see, that's something that traditionally the bank hasn't offered and is as competitive as some of these other fintech companies. So we have to look at it from a competitive standpoint and a non-branded standpoint to zero in on the keywords that make the most sense to focus in on. You know, what's interesting about that is you're right. In the fintech world, you do see a lot of the non-banks you know, banks ranking, like NerdWallet is probably the best example. They just crush it. Whereas like years ago, those sorts of aggregators were like, they're basically affiliate sites were, were ranking in the e-commerce world, but now have been basically eliminated. And you have to provide the product, like literally have it in your warehouse for you to rank, be able to ship it. And so those, those affiliate sites basically went away, but they're still, it's interesting that they're still very present in fintech. Do you think that's going to remain the case? Why, why is that? Do you think, I mean, why do you think Google's like, yeah, it's okay in this industry, but it's not okay in the e-commerce world. That's a that's a hard one to to nail down because 
I think it all just kind of, from Google's perspective, it boils down to consumer demand and where is the consumer demand shifting as the easy to use platforms mm-hmm. and the bank being an institution the way it is, it's a little harder for us to remain on the cutting edge of technology or just be that quick to put out content that might be relevant to the most hot topic right now because it has to go through so many levels of scrutiny with lawyers and all kinds of eyes have to hit it before it gets out there. So to get back to why Google is probably doing this is it's trying to serve consumers the best possible answer to a question that they have. And, you know, unfortunately, these uh, much more nimble uh, fintech companies are able to do that and provide that best answer in the most user-friendly way. And so that would probably be one of the biggest reasons for Google continuously rewarding situations like that, like institutions like that. And if there's no regulations in place, then there's no real reason for them to do so. Yeah, it's wild. I just searched for best credit cards everything is an aggregator, even the paid listings. So Compare Credit is the first paid, Nerd Wallet's the next paid, the Points Guide's the next paid, Motley Fool's the next paid. Then there's a organic is Nerd Wallet, Forbes, US News and World Report, Bankrate, Points Guide, Motley Fool, Money.com, CNN. There's not a single actual credit card <laughs> provider on the entire first page. That's just wild. Right. Very interesting. And you think it's because they're just they're more agile. They can write more content. They're not regulated. They can they can just out SEO banks because banks are really restricted in what they can do. Exactly. And the size of the organization can come into play as well. Um, I actually used to work at LendingTree back in the day as well, which is also a financial like aggregate site. Mm -hmm. And so we would create all kinds of content just immediately uh, within the day. We would hear a subject earlier that day and boom, boom, create some content and it would be live on our site later on that day. And I could talk to the product person face-to-face as soon as I had that topic come across my desk. When something like that happens at the bank, it will take time to have those discussions. It will take time for it to go through the scrutiny that it needs to go through. And so even if we moved as quick as we possibly could, there's no way to beat overnight content creation. And that's what those websites essentially can do. And I'm assuming AI is just out of the question for you guys. You can't, right. <laughs> you can't have bots writing any sort of content. Absolutely not. That that puts us into a whole nother regulatory uh, hole right there. So we can't go to the highest courts of America and be like, it was the robot, I swear. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, that's going to lead into our next episode where we're going to talk a bit about AI. But uh, excellent. Awesome. Okay, that wraps up this technical SEO episode of Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Ahmad Abuzamak for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Ahmad and I are going to discuss the importance of authority and authenticity for AI SERPs. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Ahmad, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. All right. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 